Hello, and welcome back to the Growing Out Podcast. My name is Mallory, I'm your host, and thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It has been a little while since you have heard from me. I um, I started this podcast as a creative outlet. I also just find it easier to have conversations and talk things through with people um, and also just talk to myself and hope that someone's listening. Um, so I started this podcast because originally I liked the idea of just like long form content, unedited, raw thoughts and emotions and feelings. And then school hit me like a bus and I have been doing school for, I mean, this forever, but I, I just, I've been busy with school and that's why I haven't been able to, um, hop on here in a little bit. But the last you heard from me, I published a podcast episode which was actually a school assignment and I talked about my ecological worldview, I talked to my mom about her ecological worldview and told some stories from our childhoods and just how that has shaped us to be where we are right now and that class unfortunately I am done but I think that was one of my favorite classes of my degree because it really gave me the chance to reflect and think about how I feel when it comes to the environment, where my perspectives come from, where my perspectives are flawed and how they can grow. And I just really enjoyed that class and I'm hoping I get to take similar ones in the future. Before we continue with today's episode, I feel like I should just preface this by saying that um, I'm sick. I have a bit of a scratchy throat. So, um, maybe not the best time to pick up podcasting again, but I hope you guys can bear with me. And, um, I hope we can all get through this together. Today, I wanted to talk about gratitude and hope and where those two things lie when it comes to climate change. So in the class I was just talking about, one of our last lectures, we had a guest lecture um, who I may have mentioned before, but the guest lecture was um, Professor Simon Apolloni, and he is the reason that I actually do environmental science and studies. Um, For those of you who do not know the story, I don't know if I've told it before, but basically I came into university wanting to be a doctor. I wanted to be an OBGYN um, and help people give birth to babies, which is really funny in hindsight because I'm terrified of blood and I really don't know how I was going to achieve that. But regardless, that's what I came to university to do. And I came into university with my boyfriend and his best friend. And we were all like little scared first years coming from a small town, moving to a big city like Toronto. And we wanted to have the exact same schedule. So we were trying to find electives to take And one of the electives we could take was Introduction to Environmental Studies. And at the time, I really didn't want to take it because I thought it would be boring. I thought we would just kind of learn how to recycle and uh, talk about some plastic and pollution. And, you know, climate change was talked about. I mean, like this was in 2018 when I was choosing my schedule. Like, obviously, climate change was talked about, but I just wasn't in the circles where they were talking about it. I wasn't very knowledgeable about it. I just kind of knew that it was happening, and I accepted that. 
But anyways, this class fit into our schedule, Thursdays, 3 to 5 p.m., and my boyfriend and his friend were like, okay, well, you can either take this course with us or you can do your own elective by yourself and figure it out for yourself. And it had taken us hours to figure out our schedule, so I was just like, whatever, I'll take it, I'll breeze through it, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, so we took that class and it quite literally changed the trajectory of my career, my academic career, and kind of what I see myself doing because of Simon Apolloni. He is an amazing professor. He is so good for first year courses because he really cares. He has this like very humble approach, this very like ministry-like style of talking and teaching, um, which makes sense because I do think he has a religious background in what he studies and so, you know, all that stuff. But anyways, so he kind of changed the trajectory of why I study in the environment and why I'm so passionate about it. And, um, I've never gotten to say this to him, but when I do get to speak with him, I will thank him for that. But anyways, he came and he visited my class this past semester and he talked about climate anxiety and eco-anxiety and um, things that I've talked about before on my Everything Instagram page. But basically, for those of you who do not know, eco-anxiety is basically what it sounds like. It's being overwhelmed and nervous and anxious for the future of the world because of the trajectory of climate change and what's happening with that. And he apparently is doing research to write a book all about this, but he talked about hope and he talked about hope in the face of climate change and what that means. And he started the lecture by asking us a couple of important questions. Um, And I believe the first question was, what are your feelings when you think about the future of climate change? And where do you think we're at now or something something along those lines like how do you feel now when you hear the words climate change and how do you think about the future are you hopeful like what is your action type word for that anyways and so he pulled up this word map of all of our answers and you know when it came to our feelings it was nervous anxious apathetic distraught disappointed Um, someone said fun, which is just like, I think that just shows to like our sarcasm as our generation. Um, and just like all of these words, like sad, angry, frustrated, you know, discouraged, like all of these things. And it was just so interesting seeing this word map pop up because I could identify with almost every single one of the words on that word map. And I think a lot of people could, I think a lot of us feel the same way. And um, it's really nice that we're getting to the point where we're talking about it because we don't feel so alone in our thoughts and our feelings. It's really hard, and this is something that Professor Simon Apolloni mentioned, it's really hard for our generation to keep going because he kind of mentioned how a lot of people say our generation, like maybe the younger millennials and the Gen Zs, they call us like the doom doom and gloom generation because we aren't having the nuclear families. We aren't going into the same business models. We aren't looking to have a house. We can't afford a house. We can't afford children. A lot of us aren't having children. We aren't, we, we are we are in the midst of climate change. We are on the brink of another economic recession. We are literally in a pandemic right now. 
And they call us a doom and gloom society or or generation because we aren't fitting the mold or fitting into the mold that has been created for us. And the mold that's been given to us is, is broken and misformed and, and misshaped and it's not a good mold that's been handed to us. So it's kind of like, what the heck are we supposed to do with this now? (laughs) Like, how do you expect me to have my nuclear family when I cannot afford to even survive myself, let alone my little children and dog and cat and husband situation? (laughs) How do you expect me to have a white picket fence around my house when I cannot even afford the house to go inside of the white picket fence? Um, and so he was just kind of saying that a lot of people look down on our generation, um, in an unfair way because we have been set up to fail and we have to figure out where we go from here. And so as a result, specifically with the Gen Z's, we've become very cynical. We've become very sarcastic. We turn all of this angst and frustration and disappointment and sadness into jokes, I mean, like all of our memes online, if you even look at the whole TikTok world itself, it's just one big joke because we all kind of know that we're screwed. We all kind of know we've been set up to fail in a, a world that isn't sustainable, an economic system that isn't sustainable, a nine to five Monday to Friday lifestyle that isn't sustainable, a shift work lifestyle that isn't sustainable. I mean, we have to fight against everything we've been given and are expected to succeed and that's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure and what I really liked about this presentation that Professor Simon Apolloni gave is he said I don't like to call you guys the doom and gloom generation I like to call you the chutzpah generation because I think you guys are going to make great change and I loved that Because it gave me hope, knowing that there are people older than us who are looking to us and saying, you know what, I'm sorry that we continued a system that was set up for you to fail. And I hope that you guys can do something different about that. And I think we are. I think we fundamentally are. I think our generation is a lot more accepting, a lot more open about our feelings, And we are challenging the social norms. We are challenging what it means to even be in love. We are allowing ourselves and fighting for our rights to love who we want to love. We are fighting for our civil rights when it comes to things like Black Lives Matter. We are fighting for our right to even be on this planet when it comes to, you know, the the Friday marches and and the climate change protests, and even just Greta Thunberg sitting outside of her political office with that sign a few years ago. We are challenging what it means to be in the business world. We are becoming entrepreneurs. We are taking the leap of faith and starting our own businesses. We are challenging what it even means to be successful. I mean, nowadays, you don't even have to go... You don't even have to follow the post-secondary education route to start your own career. We are using social media to our advantage and creating platforms for ourselves to sustain our lives. We are challenging what we expect from the big brands around us. 
We are voting with our dollar. We are voting with our votes. We are speaking up for the little guy and letting the little guy speak because that is what is important and that is what is going to drive our communities and our society moving forward. And what I really liked about this presentation that Professor Apolloni did was that he talked about hope and what that means to us. And it was a really hard, hard lecture to sit through because it is hard to remain hopeful when everything feels like it's going wrong. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. I know there is no way I am the only one who feels like giving up. So he asked us how we define hope. And that is still something that I'm trying to define. And I feel like that would be an amazing journal entry or journal prompt for someone to write about. But he he basically said in his lecture that he is hopeful that our generation is going to change things for the better. And I hope so too. And I think we are starting to see that change. We are starting to see the wheels turning. We are starting to flip the script. We are starting to question things for what they are and not blindly accepting them as they are. And I, for one, just want to say that I'm really proud of us for challenging the higher-ups, the big businesses, the politicians. I'm happy that we are listening to the scientists and the artists and our religious leaders. I'm happy that we're taking the time to even listen to each other. Because, to be honest, the only way we're going to figure all of this out is if we talk to each other and if we listen to each other. And I hope moving forward, we can have more collaborative work because for some reason, it feels like people aren't collaborating and that's exactly what we need. We need everyone to fight together. We need our scientists, our engineers, our politicians, our painters, our drawers, our singers, our teachers, our everything. Our parents, our kids, we need everyone to talk to one another, listen to one another, value one another's opinion, and then decide how to move forward. And you might be listening to this and being like, wow, that is really naive. And I would question, is it? Evidently, what we're doing right now isn't working. And we need to figure out what to do differently to make it work. And that is why I am hopeful for the future in our fight against climate change. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Growing Out Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you would like to follow me on other platforms, you can find me at everything, E-N-V-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G on Instagram, where I post educational content that is easy for people to digest about climate change. Hopefully I will see you very soon. I wanted to make an episode all about Christmas and consumerism and we'll see where I go with that if that ends up happening because that's a really interesting conversation but um, I hope you liked the format of today's episode. It was very informal. I was just speaking from the heart and um, yeah thank you so much for listening and have a great day.